previously on the Arius Adventures. Welcome, sir, to Albion. Uh, how can we help you and your party? Me and my party are here to speak to the Raven Council about some serious matters. And uh, at the center is a man with cropped black hair that's like lightly salt and pepper. And he's got like these grayish blue eyes. I am High Archmage Bertand Crowley. Nadine has told me that you are here with information in regards to a potential threat to our kingdom, as well as information of a Lord Renault who is associated with Carver Blackwood. Yes, we had him contained and captured. However, he got away. He was working for a man named Lord Renault. Don't forget Alt-Retina. We have encountered that name in some ancient writings here within the Arcanium Library. Can you maybe give us some information? The soldier comes forward and he offers to escort you guys to rooms to stay in if you would follow him. So you want to stay here in the Citadel or would you prefer to stay within the city somewhere? Citadel sounds pretty sweet to me. Fuck, I always wanted to go to Harry Potter World. Yeah. As you guys are walking and everything and he turns his back to you, you hear a light ringing sound of a woman's voice. Oh, Gwen, dear. Come on. (laughs) 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 It's fine. It's just a talking sword. It's completely normal. That would be Avalon, my sword. If you want to go now and explore, you can. Manny's kind of anxious to meet with the council again as soon as possible. I was planning to go see uh, the other paladins. Uh, Tagoro, what about you? I go exploring. Okay, come on, Naomi. Okay, are we just exploring down here? What if this place has like dangerous things or something? Then we just won't go. We won't touch anything. Okay. Let's put it. Okay, I I look at her. I do mm-hmm. like that. We're looking. You know, I'm looking at her in the eyes. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Let's agree now. We don't touch anything. Should we let the others know what we're doing? No. Okay. Skoro, you and Naomi... We're able to convince your way past the guards, surprisingly, letting you downstairs to the very restricted catacombs of the Citadel. So it's just the two of you. Torches are dimly lit as you descend down the stairs. So are you saying anything as you guys are heading down? I'm just like, wow, that worked. Yeah. Um, how? I'm a wizard. But you're not. Are we sure? I I think so. I don't detect, like, normal arcane magic on you. I mean, who knows? Do you want to learn to be a wizard? I mean, who doesn't want to learn to be a wizard? I, I'm okay. I, I have my bardic magic. So... What are we going to look for down? I mean, should we poke around? Well, if they have skeletons in the closet, they're going to be down here. 
Well, I mean, it is called the catacombs. It's usually kind of a place where you bury things, so... Naomi! What? Not really, like, secrets. Oh! Like, if they have a sexy dungeon just full of sex... What? You know, like in that book I read about different shades of gray. There are a <laughs> lot of them. Wait. <laughs> what? There's a sexy dungeon. It was all red. And it was sexy. Super sexy. I thought you couldn't read. Someone read it to me. <laughs> Who would read something like that to you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Alright. So you two continue down and finally you reach a lower level and you find a very long tunnel that goes straight ahead and disappears in the darkness. Well, I think we only have one heading. Alright. Here we go! So you two walk for about 10 minutes till you come to a, uh, an intersection that splits off into a Y intersection. So you've got a left path and a right path. Mm. What do you think, Naomi? Well, I don't want us to get lost. That, that'd be the first thing, I think making sure we remember which way we came. So I guess it's up to you which way you want to go. Hooray, that's my perception. All right. You feel a very cold, chilling breeze come from the left and then to the right path. Way down in the distance, you see a very, very uh, faint light. Let's go to the light. Okay, so you're choosing the right path. As you head down that way, you find four sets of doors. Two on the left, two on the right. They all appear to be very heavy wooden doors with bolts and locks over them. So you're saying I can't get in? I mean, I'm saying that's what you see right off the bat. It looks like there's doors meant to keep people or something in or out. Well, this is no fun. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, Tagora's not going to actively break in. I mean, they let him in. There's a difference. Okay, There's a difference. So what are you going to do? Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to check the locks just to make sure. You know, there's sometimes people forget that there's a lo they you locked a lock. That's, that's fair. That is fair. So which door are you checking first? I'm just going to go down the line. All right. Uh, go ahead and tell me high or low. Low. That door is locked. Okay, next one. High or low? Low. That one is unlocked. Huh. Next one. Oh, <laughs> you're going to check them all first before <laughs> going it. in. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. High or low? High. Okay, that one is unlocked too. Wow. Okay, not my fault anything happens here. They're really shitty security. Next one. Okay, high or low? High. That one's unlocked. Wow. 
75 wow. percent of the doors are unlocked <laughs> yeah dear god must have been the like a... must hate this area that or an intern was sent down or here the locked door has something didn't... really nice in it <laughs> <laughs> like the locked one has yeah. really nice stuff one of these doors is just a broom closet <laughs> the one that's locked is the one that holds arcane secrets all right and it's gonna be the other way around oh <laughs> the janitor the one and only door is the janitor's closet because the janitor can do his job yep I will start with the first door that was unlocked. The first door you open, you are hit with a very cold, chilly draft. And you feel biting ice and snow hit your fingers as you push the door open. Okay. Do you continue? No. <laughs> okay. I feel like there's like Narnia over there and... <laughs> I'm not a son of Adam, technically. <laughs> You're I'm, just an Adam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, well, I'm half Adam, a son of Adam, because I'm half human. So, okay. I don't know if that counts. I don't know if that makes me like Mr. Tumnus, and we saw what happened with him. So, yeah, so I'm not going to go forward. You feel the cold, and then you just shut the door. You said it was like really biting, like cold, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like. Sub below zero negative. Yeah, fuck that. Drug. I'm half naked. No. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, <laughs> so to grow up as the door, he's like, nope. Shuts it. Exactly. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you go to the second door and push it open. And this time you are hit with an overwhelming, blistering heat. Oh my God. This one's too cold. This one's too hot. Let's see what the next, the next one just is. Just right. Yeah, right. So you don't go into that one. God, no. All right. No, no water. So I die. I feel like that's a desert. I like how you're not even looking inside. You just you your fingertips feel the the weather, and then you just step back. He's just licking his fingers. <laughs> And like testing the weather like you do with the wind. Yep. Meanwhile, he's just like passing up these very powerful like elementals that are willing to like pass on knowledge because he's dumb. So <laughs> you open the final door and you find the weather or you actually you don't feel any cold or heat. It's just musty smell of something old in here like old books and leathers in here. Open it up. Okay, you peek in and find a large chamber. You are able to see shelves and rows of old tomes and, and books within here. Also, a couple of large chests that are sealed tightly. Are we sure they're sealed? Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's find out. You want to find out. Okay. Yep. There are six chests, Adam. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? I feel like I'm going to tap each one of them with my axe. You're just going to tap them? I feel like this could be Mimic. Are your mimic senses tingling from over? I've eaten them. I know when they're near. Oh, okay. Chest number one. 
High or low? High it's not. High it's not. Chess number two. Low it's not. Chess number four. High it's not. Chess number five. High it's not. As you tap, you hear like a slobbering sound come from this chest. Slowly you see the lips of the chest part. I bury my accent. Don't even fucking care. <laughs> I start screaming. <laughs> Go ahead and make an attack. Yeah, so then it would be a 23 to hit. Yes, you hit. I do eight points of damage, and I'm going to slap it again. Okay. 21. It hits. And 12 points of damage. Nice. All right, it's turn. Um, Actually, Adam, as you bury your axe in the second time, you find it that you can't pull your axe back out as it has adhered to the mimic. If you want to pull it out, you'll have to make a strength saving or a strength check on your next turn. All right? Okay. Okay. Now it's its turn and it's going to attack you. It's going to bite at your torso. Uh, I'm assuming a 10 misses you. Did you attack? Were you attacking recklessly as well? Or were you just attacking in rage? Disenrage. Okay, so uh, first bite misses. The 16 hit. Yes, because I did not morph in time. Gotcha. So that just hits you. And you are going to take... All right, you're going to take 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage plus 1d8 acid damage. You know, I'm really doing them a service, though, getting rid of this mimic. We're fucking heroes. Naomi better be fucking healing me, too. That's why I brought a healer. <laughs> you take six damage total, and since you're raged, that's actually... You only actually take five damage, because as you're raged, you take half piercing damage. So, yeah. You only take five. All right. Now it's Naomi's turn. Do you want her to help you or attack the creature? Just help me. I don't want to get her hands dirty. Dirty. Duty. <laughs> okay. So then she's going to cast Bless on you. And as long as you have that up for the next minute, whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw, you can roll a 1d4 and add that number to your attack or your saving throw. Sweet. There you go. That is her turn, and it's back to you. All right. First off, morphin' time to bring right. that up to an 18. Then I'm gonna pull out my axe to hit it. All right, so are you taking out another axe or is this the same axe? You told me I decided to make a strength saving. Yeah, the advantage, he has a 24. So now you can, cause you have two things you can do on your turn. So now you can attack. Hiya! All right, 17 hits. Hiya! <laughs> Eight damage. <laughs> It's turn. It is going to bite you again. And I'll say just to save time, since you pull, since you're able to get your axe out, I'm not going to have it be stuck again, so you don't have to keep wasting your turn. It's still going to try to bite you twice. Of course it is. So the first attack misses, but the second one is a crit. That was a nat 20. So he gets a nice juicy bite out of you. I've had worse. Okay. While we're waiting, check out our new sponsors. 
<laughs> awesome dice and Elderwood Academy. You take a total of 12 damage. I went ahead and took out your rage piercing damage. And it's Naomi's turn. Again, do you want her to aid you or help attack? Aid. Aid? All right. Barbarian with a healer. I'm unstoppable. We can do uh, a cure wounds on you. Since you've taken some some bites, we'll do that at level three. You take back 18 health. Hooray! And you're up. Wow, that brought me up full health. Yeah, fuck say. this guy. <laughs> you look to the others. This is what a healer's supposed to do. Attack twice, because I have the or mm -hmm. right, two actions. Mm -hmm. So uh, that would be... There you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, one crit and one hit. And so. you get a, your brutal critical. Don't forget that. So you mm -hmm. get the extra, your extra... Daddy. It's been so long. I don't think I've had a critical. What do I do? I don't think I've ever had a critical during this podcast. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I? I promise. Yes, yeah, against Bambi. Yeah, against the. Uh, I don't remember. The, uh, against the owl bears. <laughs> yeah, the owl bears. You're like, I think this is my first critical, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm this is my first track. critical. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna start keeping track. Watch, I get a, like a whole page filled with them. Okay. <laughs> All right. You fuck 31. his shit up. Yeah. Thirty-one. How do you kill him? How do you want to do that? Slice it and like down the middle. Just straight down the middle. I mean, I'd figured that's what I would be going for. Okay. Fair enough. I didn't know if you added some like special finishing move flair to it or not. I mean, it's a giant mimic chest. That's probably just trying to cleave it in half. Fair enough. So, uh, as you do that, it lets out this horrible shrieking sound. And it just... <laughs> its guts just pour and spill out. And yeah, you have defeated the Mimic. Why the last chest be another Mimic? <laughs> I feel like it should be turned of... Uh, mimic during that fight if it was check it are you are you checking the last one or this one last one the last one okay high or low hi <laughs> oh my god that one is just a silent chest okay what ones are unlocked now oh my god <laughs> we'll come back to you let's jump over to <laughs> For the love of Christ. <laughs> Tagoro spends his entire time in this one fucking room. Well, if all the doors are that way, Cassie, I gotta make sure all the locks are that way. <laughs> Not to mention, I am willing now to break and entering, and there is mimic blood that I'm guessing has some acidic properties. I could probably just fling um, on the locks. Actually, if you want, you can collect the mimic uh, acid. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna acid burn or someone's not, not ass. Not acid, I meant adhesive. You know what? Tagora needs glue. Okay. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick word from some of our sponsors. Hey 
Hey folks, your DM here to tell you about our new sponsor from Awesome Dice. They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage in your next game session. Also, make sure to visit www.awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 for 10% off your next purchase. That code is good from now until the end of 2019. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Hey guys, it's Adam here to talk about our new sponsor, Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your gaming experience. They create beautiful hex chest dice boxes, rolling trays, dice towers, and many other unique products in their store. I personally enjoy their dice catapult. You heard me, dice catapult. I launch my d20s across the table at my DM when I make an attack roll. But also, don't forget to check out Elderwood Academy at www.elderwoodacademy.com to check out all their great products. Thank you. I love you. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to check out fun posts, special announcements, and our monthly Epic Loot Box giveaways, where you can enter to win some awesome swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out and thank a friend of the show, Nim Toast Hater, for the use of some of his awesome homebrew items that you'll get to hear in the second half of this episode. He can be found all over social media with his homebrew creations, with a focus on D&D 5e mechanics, from items to monsters, feats, classes, and even races. You can find Nim on Twitter at ToastHater. You can also check him out on Patreon, DMs Guild, and his own Discord server by following the links in the episode description. Thanks again so much, Toast. You rock. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Garris. You make your way this time in the evening over to the barracks and training grounds of the Raven Knights. You show them the, I believe she gave you what, a, a medallion or a sigil? Yeah, it was a Raven coin, as I put it. Okay. Yeah, a Raven coin. You show that to the guards in that area and they let you through and uh, they let you pass. And you find that it is a very well maintained and very well stocked facility. There are, uh, let's see, there's a couple of soldiers down about 50 feet from you who appear to be wearing padded armor as they are practicing with blunted weapons. One has a halberd and the other one has a long sword as they uh, spar with each other. Oh, back in the good old days when sparring <laughs> was a thing you could do. 
mean, sparring is still a thing you can do. Not with a uh, micro. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All uh, right. So do you approach them, or are you just checking out the room? I'm just checking out the room. I wire up them. Alrighty. To the left is a, a long rack full of weapons of variations, uh, light weapons, martial weapons, uh, specialty heavy weapons. There is, it looks to be like a young squire, a half-elven boy, who is set to polishing a great sword of some masterwork design. I think I'll actually approach him. Why not? Okay. You head over to him. He looks to be about 13 or so, and as you approach, he looks up, and you see he's got, like, light brown freckles across his cheeks and nose, and he's got caramely brown hair. He looks up. Hello. Uh, can I help you, sir? Oh, hi there. My name is Garrus Falcon. I see that you are a fellow paladin. Are you nuts? Well, I'm I'm just a squire right now. I'd, I'd like to be a soldier someday. Oh, fantastic. For what reasons, may I ask? Uh... It, it seems like it's, I don't know, it seems like the right thing to do, you know, be heroic and help people and, you know, defend those who are weaker than me. It, yeah. That's very noble of you. How old are you? I'm uh, just turned 14, sir. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Back in my day, uh, I started when I was around eight years old. Really? That young? Yeah, my mom was dead suddenly becoming a paladin. Oh, wow. Uh, who, who do you, who do you serve as a paladin, sir? Bahamut oh. or, or the late, or the maiden? Fultus. Law and Light. Oh, I, I think I've heard of him. Maybe. I'm very more versed in, like, the elven pantheons of the Shah Lannis. Who are you going to serve? Well... I'd really like to serve the Maiden. Very noble of you. Not very many uh, High Elves or, or Shalalanis Elves follow her anymore, but my family does, and well, yeah, I, I, I thought it would be neat to one day become a, a, a shield in her name. Well, good luck to you, young lad. What's your name? Avis. My name's Avis, sir. Avis. Mm -hmm. Well, nice name. Thank you. Well, I will leave you alone to your sword. Here's five gold. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you, you don't have to do that, sir. Please, take it. I have no need for it. Well, thank you. May the lady's light shine upon you. And let Fultus's light guide you. He nods and, and goes back to his polishing of the, the great sword. It looks almost as tall as he is. Jesus. <laughs> okay, Asta, calm down. <laughs> uh, this was a good trip down memory line. I think I'm going to start heading back uh, to the room. Right. To our room. So that will bring us to Manny. Uh, you are still, we just left off with you on the balcony as you watch this hound jump off and disappear into the night. How are you doing, pal? At this point, Manny would step down from looking and grab the Sending Stone and let the group know. So okay, so Adam, as as you are Adam, as you are down in the catacombs, you get a very faint, shaky reception on your stone, 
as you hear Manny's voice come through. Garrus, as you're walking back towards your rooms, you get a clear reception call from the stones from Manny. So, Manny, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, in the room, some weird animal came up to me and said, Umbra, I think maybe we should all huddle back up. I don't think it might be safe for all of us to be alone right now. Oh, good God, I cast haste and run towards him. <laughs> okay, well, wow. Garrus is in action. Uh, Tagoro, you get you get the message, but it's kind of choppy. I was going to say, how much do I actually hear? Like, is it every other word? Yeah, uh, Manny, if you want to, like, go through it as if it was, like, a broken message, go ahead. So it'd be like, everyone in the room. Umbra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you hear, Tagoro. Roger. <laughs> Do you continue going through the chest? Oh, or... fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. He found an umbrella safe. and he's safe. I'm happy for him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Umbra, I'm guessing it's an, uh, is no uh, halfling talk for umbrella. I'm guessing he's drunk, and he has an umbrella, and he feels safe. I'm happy for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Manny, you hear Roger from Tagoro, so you assume he's coming since he said that. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, so Manny just like sits on the bed. Is the door closed? Uh, yeah, but it's unlocked. <laughs> I smash it open with my sword shield. Where? Oh, jeez. Jeez, are you all right? <laughs> Manny? Yeah, why y'all coming in hot like that? I thought you were in danger. I didn't say it was an emergency. I just thought it might not be safe to wander by ourselves. How do I know that you're the real Manny? Oh my god. What? How do I know you're the real Manny? What if you're some shape? Before he even ends his conversation, I snap my fingers and Kel appears on his shoulder. Only I can do that. How do I know that you're the one who can do that? <sighs> Shut up. Where, where's Tagoro? Yep, that's Manny. I want to know where Tagoro is. Have you seen him? Oh no, he took Naomi off to somewhere. Oh, brother. I'll um, go look. We'll wait now. I still have Let's haste. Just, we'll just wait here. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'll go check. <laughs> Do I have any idea where Tagoro went? You have no idea. You guys all split off into your own ways. The only thing you do know is he has a sending stone. Manny assumes that he's on his way, so... Yeah, he's on his way. He told me through the sending stone. He, he'll be here in a minute. Yeah, but to girl, and I missed Naomi, so I'm gonna go check. Bye. Dear God. I go about, I would say, I don't know, like halfway uh, out of our room. Like okay. halfway through uh, halfway through the hallway, I try using the Sending Stone to talk to Go Tagoro. ahead. Go ahead. Tagoro, where are you, Naomi? Uh, Tagoro, as you're opening up the first chest to investigate what's inside, you hear another crackly voice. Uh, this time it's Garrus. Trying to talk to you. 
Am I still only hearing every other word? Yeah. Yeah. So you hear like Tagoro, where Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. She's with me, Roger. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. See, they're fine. Come on. They'll be fine. Let's just chill out here. Where's Blitz, by the way? Oh, Blitz? She's she's there, too. Sorry. Oh, God, she's dead. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she She's there. You turn around. You see the bed eating her because it was a mimic, too. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town has been taken over by mimics. <laughs> The town is a mimic. Oh, oh Jesus. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Kill myself. Get that over with. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're in the belly of the beast. <laughs> so are you guys just, are the three, like you two and Manny's Blitz just waiting, waiting? for Tagoro, I guess. <laughs> so like 10 minutes pass and, and Tagoro hasn't returned. Oh, shit. See? <laughs> What did I tell you? You know, no one likes to know it all, Garrus. Yeah, we don't, uh, Manny. I'll go look for uh, them, even though no, my haste we is should gone. Go together. <laughs> Come on, Blitz, let's go. Are we all three going? Yes. Uh, I need maybe companionship. We just get out of, well, maybe we should just get out of the, the castle and try to reach out again. Do we think he's out in the city? <laughs> Probably. Oh, goodness. Who knows where he is? Who knows? I'll I was going to say, walking. who knows where he's wandered? Yeah, I'll start walking out of the castle. And All right. As soon as I'm out of the <laughs> castle, I'll be like, I'll get on the side. Tagoro, where are you? We're waiting here for you at the castle. So, Tagoro, your stone goes off again. This time, it oh is my God. very needy bitches. <laughs> This time you get like two words from Manny, and that's it. Wait, what? She he still can't hear me. You yeah, guys you guys moving. went outside the castle. I'm out. underground in the castle, so you guys actually went farther away. Yeah. Oh god damn! So all you hear is <laughs> to girl here. Where? Where? <laughs> So, Tagoro, you get that, and it's, like, super staticky and loud. Manny. Manny. Do I hear Manny, are you trying trying to step anywhere Or are there mammals? So, Manny, you get a reply, but it is very crackly in return. And it sounds like Tagoro's mouth is right up against the stone. Dear... I'm like hitting the stone. Why isn't this stupid thing? For the love of uh, Fultus. All right, let's start heading back towards the castle. Let's ask some guards. <laughs> How all many right. half orcs <laughs> and Nico Jin are here? Are here in this castle right now? I like Garrus. Well, look around. Ask some guards. <laughs> Fine, um, honey. We'll ask some guards. <laughs> Thank you, babe. I'll walk up to a guard. Excuse me, sir. Uh, the half-orc guard looks down at you and is just like... Yeah, the half-orc guard looks down at you and is like, can I help you, sir? <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <clears throat> I just I just pictured Gareth's red so face funny. and just pissed off under his helmet. Right. Yeah, we're 
looking for one of our friends. <laughs> We're looking for one of our friends. His name uh-huh. is Tagoro. He's about the size of my other friend here. Kind of scarred up. Really nice battle axe. Also with, He's with a, a uh, very beautiful yeah. Nico Jin. Very pretty. Have you Nico seen Jin. them? <laughs> Blitz is right next to you, Garrett. She's just like, okay, you need to calm down, okay, dear? It'll be all right. All right, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Where is she? God damn. Um, <laughs> the the half orc just kind of like blinks, just like, okay, the fuck is wrong with this guy? Seeing Garrus so upset and then looks back down to Manny. Oh, um, oh please let them be like, oh, you mean High Lord Tagoro? <laughs> <laughs> a Nikojin and a half orc? I mean, like, you got anything a bit more descriptive? It's a pretty diverse citadel. Uh, Bro. And when the orc is carrying a really nice battle axe. Okay. Um, very scarred up, has like a harness on his chest. It's the Nikojin is really, really pretty. And she can play. I mean, that's debatable. My girlfriend's has... very attractive and she's a Nikojin. <laughs> well, she our Nikojin, she sings and plays lovely music. She has brown hair that's about shoulder length. Mm, let's the see. Orc has brown hair as well, but it's a bit shorter. He's getting a beard. Okay, a beard. All right. Uh, high or low, Manny? Let's see if he... High. It's probably getting low. You know, I remember a little while ago when I was switching out with the, the first shift of guards, they did mention a half-orc that fit your guy's description. Apparently he had a, a relic from... The archives, so he was allowed down into the catacomb. Oh, um, can you point that out to me, please? Maybe the direction? Yeah. He points down the hall and to the left and tells you that there's a set of restricted stairs that lead down into the catacombs. If you'd like, it, I can escort you to the stairs and show you down. Sure. That would be helpful. Thank you. So he leads the three of you down the hall. And just as he said, to the left, you see a set of stone stairs that descend deep down into the the catacombs below. He does have to escort you since you don't have special permission or anything. Yeah, that's fine. We're just trying to get to our friend. Hopefully he's not in any trouble down there. All right. Uh, so he begins descending down, and Tagoro, uh, we're back to you as you open up the first chest. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So you find some dusty old books in this first chest. Boring. Yeah. Boring, all right. <laughs> I mean, unless they're, like, glowing and, like, whispering to me, are they? Well, you don't have detect magic, so you don't know if they're glowing. Let's see what the other ones hold before we get our hopes up for books. All right. So the second chest, you find it has uh, some worn old, like half eaten away gear. But within, you do find a pair of leather boots that look to be fairly well made. (laughs) Yoink. 
You gonna take <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yoink. I'll add this stuff to your inventory list because you're getting some specialty homebrew items. <laughs> made oh, hi, by <laughs> made by our friends over at Mystery Fantasy Dungeon 9000. They've got a homebrew crafter over there that has an awesome to check out. I'll add that information in, in the episode description. So, yeah, you find solid pair of boots and really nothing else. You move on to the third chest. Yes. All right. You open up the third chest and you find four dark stones of different shades of color. So you find one that is black, one is dark blue, one is green, and the other is a dark orange. I'm just going to put them in my bag, Cassie. I don't... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the colors. Give them all to me. <laughs> the next chest, you open it up and find a large mirror. As like you... how large? Like... So this chest is almost like a Mary Poppins bag. So as you pull this chest, this mirror out, it's almost as tall as you. Oh, boy. Do you... I mean... <laughs> I'm going to investigate it, but I'm not going to be able to take it with me. Yeah, it's definitely not going to fit in your bag, but as you prop it up against the wall and look at it, make a perception check for me. 20. Oh, nice. The glass begins to ripple a little bit, and the scenery changes. You and Naomi's reflection appear to be standing in a uh, beautiful chamber that's brightly lit. And just behind you, you see a figure move, and it looks to be a tall, full orc woman dressed in, like, battle armor. And when she catches your eye, she smiles at you. Mom? As you call out to it, it nods its head. Wait, are you dead? Am I dead? Is this Mary Poppins? <laughs> Who's Mary Poppins? <laughs> Where am I? Can I go through the mirror? I put my arm through. Can I put my arm Your through? Your hand passes into the mirror. <sighs> Who is that, Tagoro? I don't like know. <laughs> It looks like Naomi is seeing her, too. I get on the radio. Um, guys, um, I found a magic mirror, and I think I can go see my mom. God, I don't want to do that. We'll say this is happening as they're making their way, like, towards the stairs and everything. They haven't descended in yet. You guys hear a crackly voice of Tagoro call out. Did we hear all of it, or...? Not all of it. It wasn't as faint and distant, but it was still choppy. Yeah, we gotta get these things upgraded for Ryzen quality. <laughs> like, really? Come on. <laughs> what the frig? I guess we're I... in the same zip code. <laughs> that I doesn't mean anything. Guard. Manny looks at the guard and says, um, we might want to hurry up a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, I have to get these keys out and unlock the door. All right. He starts. Can I just kick it open? <laughs> I mean, no. no. <laughs> I'll reply back to the world. We're on our way, heading your way now. So you hear on way now, Tagoro. Yeah, um, Tagoro's <laughs> trying to think. 
He's throwing away the pros and cons, but ultimately he's not going to endanger Naomi. So, so you're going to wait or you're going to step through? I'm going to wait because he doesn't know if this is like a magic mirror that's going to eat him. I mean, he didn't do the mimic test. He just put his arm in it. Yeah, your arm passes through. And yeah. as you do that, the woman on the other side nods her head and waves you. Forward. I'm, But I'm scared. That's scary. <laughs> Because I've never met her before, and she's beckoning me. So what if this is like a trap? So I pull my arm back. She looks disappointed and sad, and she starts to turn and go down a hall. I mean, she heard me say, I'm just like, I can't leave my friend, and in this case, this is a trap. I have to be careful. Yeah, as you, and once you say that, she looks disappointed and turns and starts to leave. No, wait, no. So what ah. do you do? I throw my stone of far speech through. <laughs> Your what? Your stone uh, bounces across the marbled floor on the other side. Well, I'm handing, like, I'm giving it to her. Okay. She stops and looks at you. Take it. I'll be able to find you. She steps forward towards it and picks it up. And once again, she pockets it, still looking disappointed, like, hope, like, she beckons for you to come towards her again. Uh, I can't. As you say that, then she turns and, and makes to leave again. Uh, I should just Frankenstein throw Naomi through. <laughs> I can't. I gotta be good. So you restrain your... You, you stop yourself from going? Yes. Alright. As you do, she disappears down the hall she turned into. Okay. And you guys reach the bottom of the stairs... And the orc, the half-orc, lead you guys down the path, and you come to a Y-intersection. The left is very cold and chilly, and down off in the distance to the right, you see a very faint, small light. Eh, he probably would go towards the light, honestly. Should we check on his stone, Blitz asks? Yeah, I'll, I will. Hey, Tagoro. Naomi, Tagoro! I don't. Girl, come in. We're down in the catacombs. <laughs> I don't say. I don't say that in stone. I just scream it out. So as Manny's talking into the stone, Garrus is yelling down both halls. Manny, you don't like. The line is cold. There is. There's no connection. No response. Adam, make a perception check. I'm gonna say at disadvantage since you are like further down and in a room. Wow. Wow. Well, tits. <laughs> Two natural 20s. Well, that's no fun. Wow. <laughs> what the frick? Where's that so during the heartbeat fight? <laughs> right. Hi, God. I love you. <laughs> As you're looking sad and disappointed into the mirror, uh, the hall is still brightly lit and nice looking on the other side. Naomi puts a reassuring hand on, on your arm and it's just like it'll be all right Tagoro. do do you think it was your mother oh no okay okay to come. make myself feel better i'm gonna loot a one of the books from that book one. Oh, from the first chest yeah whatever one looks the nicest i take okay i'm hoping that makes me feel better all right it actually has pictures in it okay let's <laughs> throw it in my bag it's a children's pop book. <laughs> I cut out the mimic tongue. 
Okay. As you're cutting the tongue out, Naomi kind of makes like a, a gross ick face, and you hear Garrus's voice echo faintly out in the hall. All right, let's go. Okay. Actually, no, I just, I need them to come here. Okay, do you want me to go and get them? Well, yes. Well, okay. I stick my head out of the door. I'm like, I'm down here! All right, uh, Garrus, you hear an echoed response of Tagora. I charge in. <laughs> Fuck. All right, uh, Manny, you see, you see Garrus take off as you guys hear Tagora's voice. And uh, <laughs> I look at the guard. I'm real sorry about this. I follow. That, that's okay. We should probably get your friend and leave. You guys could get in trouble for being someplace you're not supposed to. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts and special announcements. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more of the Arius adventures as our group continue their journey. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.